0: Hi, my name is Vivian Aqua, and this is Let's Humanize the Workplace. Um, I even have to think about what am I going to say because you know the last few months have been all have been about amplify DEI, amplify diversity, equity, and inclusion, and um, it has been an amazing joyride, an amazing roller coaster, and I'm excited to be here today tonight or maybe your morning maybe your afternoon or maybe your evening um vivian aqua the inclusive workplace wellness advocate and know that this conversation is not only about me so i'll bring in my guests um i'll bring in my guests one by one and uh give me a moment because it's it's been a while, right? It's been a while that I organize this. So I bring in my guests one by one, and they also have a bio. So give me a moment so that I can read it. Yes. Paul Spears is the founder of the new PL uh, brand purpose institute, also the host of the new PL Principles and Leadership. So not profit and le- uh, profit and loss, principles and leadership in business podcast series. Gabriela Encina is a psychologist who supports internationals through counseling to overcome mental health struggles that life abroad brings to uh, people as well. And Asia Hassan-Daman is a global soul and DEI advocate for over 20 years of experience in building diverse, high-performing teams across the three continents. And today's topic is about the return to the office because i've been seeing a lot of you know news articles and of course i have my insights and my thoughts but just to just to start the conversation i'm biased because my bias can be huge i don't want to you know spread that all around so i'll I'll start with paul why do we need to humanize the workplace what is your uh, definition because you have a way of sharing like it's about uh, it's about purpose, right? It's about purpose and leadership instead of profit and loss. What's your definition?
1: I guess that the, the question for me would be, why, you know, why wouldn't you want to humanize the workplace? Not, not why do we need to? Because I, mm. I, don't, I don't see the, for me personally, I don't see the downside in, you know, in the humanizing the workplace. And I question the capabilities of businesses and leaders that mitigate against it in some way. Because yeah. for, for me personally, you know, uh, I don't understand how a more inclusive, more empathetic, more flexible, more creative environment is not more conducive to productivity and creativity and loyalty and empowerment. So mm. it, it just seems to be the natural, the right and, and the sensible thing to do both from a personal perspective, but mm-hmm. also if, if we want to be that way from a commercial perspective as well.
0: Yeah, you mm-hmm. mentioned something about loyalty, and I'm going to connect that with, you know, the recent news headlines that I see, the great resignation, right? Because loyalty is not a one-side thing, or is it? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. So there is this hype about the great resignation, and... You need to humanize the workplace because or mm-hmm. else your human, your people, your talent will walk away earlier than before. So, so thank you for, for sharing that. And I'll give the mic to Gabriela. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, I second what uh, Paul said. And mm-hmm. also we need to humanize the workplace because of a simple thing. Motivation. Mm. Motivated people. Yeah. are more committed to the work, to the mission and vision of the company or the workplace per se. So if you humanize the workplace, people are more connected, are more loyal, are motivated mm-hmm. to a common yeah. goal or goals that are related to the workplace. So for me, it's as simple as that, motivate people. And by being motivated, connected and committed to the work.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of, it's silly, but it's a thought that was created here in the Netherlands. It's not from me, so don't pin me on my words, (laughs) but they do say happy cows give more milk, right? And if people are happy, they are willing to go beyond that hundred yeah. percent that you're seeking from them. But also, will treat the workplace as their, you know, their new home, their new family, and the yeah. way to connect with people. Right. So, thank you. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I see So, I was thinking about this question,
3: and you know, humanize means to be gentler, to be kinder. Mm-hmm. and to actually make it more appealing to people so if you mm-hmm. just even think about that definition of what is humanized those are all things that need to be in our daily lives and mm-hmm. in the workplace and it's very much linked to what both Gabriella and Paul have said which is you know we have to have more empathy in the workplace we have to have empathetic leadership and it's the cornerstone of what you do Vivian with diversity inclusion equity and belonging because without that empathy none of that work can happen so it is about humanizing it's about making it
0: more empathetic and it's about listening Hmm. I'm gonna challenge you and assume that there might be people out there that don't really understand the definition of empathy or there might be people that have lost that definition especially Mm -hmm. during covid we have a lot on our mind so can you break empathy down in something simple what is it and what what yeah what is it basically
3: it's the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes Mm -hmm. i mean as simple as that so and you know i'm going to give you my 11 year old girl example Mm because this is what i always say to her you know how would you feel if somebody did that to you Right, yeah. so you have these little, eleven-year-old spats, and there's lots of tears, and you say, no. "So, great, I I understand what you said, but just stop for a moment to think how they felt. What if that happened to you? Yeah. Oh, exactly.
0: Right? Now you mm-hmm. take that
3: into a workplace, and well, it's
0: amplified. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for and making th- it simple as can well. I, and can I
2: th- add yeah, something? Of course. Yeah. 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 A, it's a, a, Perfect definition, what Asiya said, and and, and it's a very good way to explain it. And also, be there and listen, Mm. because uh, people sometimes tend to give advices or or diminish what the other person is feeling by, okay, but it could be worse, or uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's not that bad, or look at the bright side. And Mm. empathy also has to be has to do with the ability to be there and listen.
0: I want to challenge you because there Ooh, are. Again. <laughs> you can listen and you can listen. Can you share the other listening part? What I'm meaning to words? Because there's listening. And there is the other dot. Should I say it? Go for it. Vivian. Yeah. Active listening. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I can easily listen and I do this multitasking where I'm listening to this and not, you know, not actively listening Mm -hmm. to a person, not letting it soak into my mind or let it marinate. But there's also a part where you can actively, without saying anything, without doing anything, but just acknowledging, right? During this conversation you'll see me nodding my head from time to time because i'm (laughs) acknowledging it but also because i'm really listening to what my guest speakers are saying as well Mm -hmm. so thank you thank Mm -hmm. you i can see a few comments coming in and oh we have a fan gustavo is here. I don't know who tagged him in, but thank you, Gustavo, for being here. And he's already (laughs) taking over the show. So uh, (laughs) I will I will definitely ask your questions, but thank you for being here. So the next question is, um, should companies activate an onboarding process for their employees now that offices are opening up? And I will start with Gabriela because It seems a bit weird to introduce, you know, an employee that used to work in the office to reintroduce them again to the office. But what is your thinking in this?
2: Mm -hmm. Two things. Mm -hmm. The first one is we are all experiencing more or less re-entry anxiety and different um, socializing, also workplace or family meetings, etc. So uh, this anxiety can... Uh, taint the way we mm. see things and we experience things mm. in, in comparison to what we experienced before. So having a an one-on-one and I'm holding your hand and guiding you again. Well, no hand-holding. Okay. <laughs> not, okay. <laughs> how would you say it instead of hand-holding? <laughs> virtual hand-holding. <laughs> With gloves. <Yes. laughs> um, showing you how it is now. And mm-hmm. what differences are in comparison to before. That's the first thing. And the second thing is we need in this, uh, in the midst of this uh, anxiety, we need structure. Yeah. We need something, the, 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 the squarer, the better when we have anxiety. So we, we, we need a, when we have a structure and a um, procedure as easy as, as possible, we reduce this anxiety and we can perform better.
0: Mm. I love that I forgot to share the awesome card but know that I sometimes (laughs) do have my awesome card here so I see ya
3: (laughs) yeah I think that we've just been through such a period of sustained stress so back to what Mm. Gabriella was saying right and what was before is no longer so you know we we heard for a long time at the beginning of lockdown here oh when we go back to normal when we go back to how it was but
0: you can't go going back, to, back to work. And I'm yeah, thinking, going back
3: to work. What have I been doing
0: all this time, yeah, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. When I go mm-hmm.
3: back to work, and it's like, there is, yeah, you know, what are you going to go back to? Because so much has happened. Mm-hmm. So much has changed since when yeah. we started. I mean, I remember February 2020 when we started sort of towards yeah. the end of that, mm-hmm. going into lockdown here. So I think, yes, you definitely need to have some kind of an onboarding process. But also, I think I would say, the onboarding has to be, allow people to feel if they can come back in, not come back in virtually, you know, be virtual. And I think that the one thing that I'm finding is that we're being pushed and mm. almost herded into yeah. back into the office. And I was having this discussion with somebody else the other day who said, you know, we, we're really open to hybrid and I said well what happens if somebody decides not to come in Mm -hmm. are they is their career going to be affected are they going to miss out on a meeting will they not be part of that you know if they're listening in virtually and everybody else is in a room do they get forgotten like what how are you actually navigating all these things and Mm -hmm. I think onboarding should be for that sort of practical stuff Mm -hmm. you know you talk about the box Gabriela that's the box those Mm -hmm. things that say we're actually looking at all these different dimensions
0: yeah Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Paul, you got to top that now. <laughs>
1: yeah. A couple of hard acts to follow. Um, I, th- I think there should be an onboarding process, but I, but mm-hmm. I don't think it should be just with just exclusive to the the practical elements of yeah. onboarding. So this is how you come back to work. This is what the work now looks like. This is what the physical space looks like. But actually, we have a well. I hope it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Brands have to to engage at all sorts of levels with their employees. You know how mm-hmm. they communicate with them. Uh, reintroduce the principles and purpose that under underpin it. They've got an opportunity to create genuine dialogues rather than just monologues you know we should Mm -hmm. look at it as brand as brand or business leaders look at it positively to put Mm -hmm. some of those things we did wrong or we let slide in the past and actually reframe the whole conversation with employees and and that's got to start with leaders recognizing or stating how we're going to move forward together rather than this is my plan for us to move forward together you know we we can start by by having that dialogue and and reinstigating some of those things that that naturally drift away in any business at any time. But we won't, I hope, we won't have this opportunity again to to draw a clear line in the sand and say, this is our business for the future. This is how we're positively going to engage and move forward with purpose.
0: Yeah. And also realize, right, some people thrive from working from home. Some people feel safer whilst working from home and Mm -hmm. I I feel like nobody's asking the right questions do you Mm -hmm. want to go back are you willing to come back maybe two days are you willing to uh, work from home how are we doing it you know with the kids or maybe you are a caregiver Um, Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to mental health because that's a topic that uh, seems to be new Uh, talking about mental well-being, um, and I've been advocating for that for a long time, that it should be normalized, but realizing that everybody has their anxiety levels. I mean, I was just disclosing just before we started this show, this broadcast, that it's where for me to be amongst people? I've just been to uh, a few you know meetups, a few offline events where I hosted a workshop, did a few things. I'm not ready yet. So for the people that mm-hmm. you know want to hire me for offline things, uh, I'm not ready yet because mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's my brain needs time to process yeah. it. And I do feel safer. I feel safer from working at home. And um, will I be there yet? I hope someday I will. But for now, I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. That's what I learned. Yeah. 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 Thank you. And Asia, can you share one tip for leaders that Mm -hmm. how they can support their team members when it comes to returning to the office? So you mentioned... You mentioned uh, in the previous thing that not not everybody is maybe ready to go back to work. How mm-hmm. would you support that manager? What would you say to that manager to support their team? I think it's back
3: to, you said it, it's about actively listening and understanding
0: mm-hmm. what people
3: want to do. And if they don't want to come back, perhaps trying to understand why. Mm. And I think trust—that's the other thing. I think yeah. we've lost a lot of trust over this time because yeah. we, yeah. you know, we don't—if we don't see it, we can't control it, and if we can't control it, we don't trust it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And now we suddenly have this opportunity to control again, and it's—it's it's such a natural. Um, you know, go to for so many leaders. Mm-hmm. Because but it's unfortunately, oh, it's just totally suffocating. suffocating, but it's also yeah. unfortunately a very um, sort of old school way of leadership, this command and mm. control. But, mm-hmm. you know, we still live in a world where th- there is a lot of that. So I think the natural instinct is I, you know, I want to see you. Uh, you know, if I don't see you and I have people in the office, I know the people who are here are doing their job and people at home are not, you know, so it, all those dynamics are coming up and so I think being able if you are a leader of a team you need to be able to really listen you need to ask Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and then you need to respect
2: the decision Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm.
3: so back to what Paul was saying you can't just go this is what you have to do you've got to if if you ask the question you've got to be willing to hear any answer and respect what you hear back
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see Gustavo is also was, also shared what is needed. Why are we returning? And that's a valid question because is it needed just because company X Y Z? And I think it was one of the Silicon. I don't remember which one. So instead of me naming one. One of the Silicon Valley companies might be Google, it might be Facebook, might be LinkedIn or Twitter was uh, a while ago was stating that they wanted their people back to office. But then they decided later on because, you know, headlines and other news perspective were sharing like, okay other other tech companies are basically telling their people saying that you can yeah. you can work from home everything is okay so when they noticed that they had to you know uh, really take a step back and see what other companies are doing right yeah mm-hmm.
3: yeah. yeah but also oh. i think that mm-hmm. that's not i think that probably is more Paul's area but mm-hmm. you know that's really not you know if you're if you're changing your mind because you've suddenly heard that a competitor is doing it Obviously, there's something within your own purpose and uh, and you know leadership that's not quite aligned. So, yes, they might have done it, and yes, Ooh. they might have they might have the headlines in PR. But the truth <laughs> is, their core has not changed.
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. I can I can feel a little bit salt or pepper in, <laughs> in your comment. So I like it. I like it all. Oh.
1: I think leaders or or managers and businesses have to question first the assumptions upon which they're asking people Mm. to come back so you know if you're really honest with yourself as a leader is it because it just feels right is it because Mm. you want to exert your control that you lost for the last 18 months is there is there a genuine practical reason I think if you start asking and testing your assumptions and working with someone to test those assumptions maybe you'll find and you're honest about those reasons maybe you'll find a a place in the middle which works for for both parties, if you mm-hmm. like, and and I do think this is also, you know, businesses have talked about their agility and their creativity for years. Mm-hmm. Well, this is an opportunity to demonstrate agility and creative thinking a bit and finding a new solution that perhaps isn't the obvious of either everyone in the office or everyone at home. You know, there is a there is a route to a solution in every individual business, but let's use the agility and the creative thinking we've all told everyone we've had for years, let's actually utilize it sensibly and find a solution to it.
0: Yeah, I also yeah. see the opportunity. Um I think it was during Amplify DEI where one of my speakers, I think it was Julie Turney who highlighted that a lot of people who are neurodiverse are not being utilized, are not being amplified to use their skills. And if they can use their skills while working safely from home that in a way can also solve the war for talent because I feel like the war for talent is coming back even much more worse than it was before. In the Netherlands, they are already talking about, you know, uh, people leaving the workplace within a few months or not even coming in because the pay isn't right. It's not the pay people think about inclusion, do that. And then, you know, you'll find your people, but that's Mm -hmm. a whole nother topic. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like we are not focusing on the right things. Yeah. No. no. We're Agreed. not. Mm. Thank
2: you. Gabriela. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I was thinking the whole time about this question in particular. And I think modeling through the courage yeah. that comes from vulnerability, um, the leaders experienced same or similar things as yeah. the people working for them or with them
0: and, True. but there uh, is a. I, I do have to mention this even though we all are in the same storm some people have yacht <laughs> <laughs> yeah some okay. people are in you know in a smaller boat and some yes. people are floating in a rubber boat yeah that's okay. all. That's, that's yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, but if they are in your company and you want to lead to, and yeah. open the space for people yeah. to be vulnerable and to express yeah. what they need, what they want, and as Paul said before, to rebuild or to, re, to be creative and have use the opportunity that we only, hopefully, mm-hmm. this only opportunity to do that, in the sense of, and in the midst of a pandemic, uh, give room and space and Mm. offer the possibility. I think it can be game changer in a yacht, in a boat, uh, wherever they are and wherever they think they are.
0: Modeling through their behavior can, be a game changer in that sense true I true i see an amazing comment from charles and he's sharing and i feel the same he's sharing commuting is pouring your life away for me the cons of that time sink are way the pros of being in an <laughs> office and i i have to agree with him i have to mm-hmm. agree with him so mm-hmm. coming to the next question and i'll uh did i start with asia did i start with you i i, I lost track. sorry <laughs> I have to get into this mode again. So I, I'll it start is. with Gabriella. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to individuals who are not ready yet to return to the office? So especially from your background, right? What is what's the one thing that you would say to them so that they can share? I'm not ready. Mm-hmm.
2: Listening to mm-hmm. themselves and what they need because there are so many shoots now mm, yeah. so many and it's so difficult to get out or to 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 listen to your voice to your own voice yeah. um, in the middle of all these shoots yeah comparing to so others they like, should
0: go to the office they should do this they should do that they should absolutely do blah, blah, thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly
2: and not only because of people telling them because of mm-hmm. themselves yeah uh, imposing these shoots yeah so, yeah. listening to what you want do you mm. want to come back to the office what are yeah. the pros what are the cons yeah. do you have the possibility to share that with your with the people in the company if not what plan b can you mm. uh, um, um elaborate mm-hmm. do you have an like if you have to go there is no other way what do you what can you do to reduce the anxiety to go yeah. there or after going there like yes. all these possibilities in your head but the first and most important thing is listening to what you want and need. yeah that the sounds same. so obvious sorry that but but, but it is mm. not I, in my clients i see i should come back everybody's coming back uh so it's that's very very we sometimes forget
0: the obvious right so having a reminder of what seems obvious for other people sometimes Mm -hmm. in when when you deal with anxiety Mm -hmm. you only think about that challenge or Mm -hmm. that pink elephant that you see is blocking your way where you don't notice the simple things that are surrounding that pink elephant so it's good that you're stating the obvious Mm -hmm. thank you paul
1: i think gabriel is um Hit the nail on the head with the listening to yourself i think it's a it's a challenging question to to answer because everyone's got a slightly different reason for not wanting mm-hmm. to return and many are, are very understandable um but the one thing i guess i would also say is to look to look at both sides there are important benefits to socialization to mm. collaboration and many other yeah. things that we need you know we need as humans it's a thank you thank you very much (laughs) Um, it is an important part of our human condition socialization Mm -hmm. and and I think we have in some ways and I can only speak from my own personal experience slipped in in the last 18 months to being quite comfortable at home Mm -hmm. I I went into London last week for the first time in literally 18 months since the 23rd of March and I put it off and off and off because Mm -hmm. I just nudged it back but actually I was so inspired by going in because, you know, I work in part in the creative industries and seeing the vibrancy and the, and the, the colors and the ads and, you know, the things going on in the street. And, and it really gave me a spark of inspiration and, and, and that I haven't experienced at that level or that intensity for 18 months. So I guess the short answer is to think about the positive things that you do get from work as well, that, Accidental and incidental creativity—that serendipity that you get—the mm-hmm. the conversations, the connection, the engagement—because there are two sides to it, I guess. Yeah.
0: True, yeah. true. Yeah. Thank you for highlighting the other yeah. side of the story. Thank you, <laughs> now,
3: I think it's also understanding, um, and it's probably close to what Gabriella was saying: is what is it that's causing that discomfort or that mm. unease of not wanting to go back? <clears throat> Excuse me and I think digging into that because that may give you a lot more answers than you think
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I feel I feel like um, we need to be respectful also but also realizing that some people are joining a company during this whole lockdown right and they don't have that real-to-real conversation or real-to-real connection with some of their colleagues and I what I also hear in some of my clients that they need to be reintroduced to them and also find a way to connect on-site but also all uh, off-site as well because we did not have the chance to they onboard it but it's different it's different when you do it from a distance and it's a way to to reconnect again with the coffee you know when, when you're getting you're grabbing your coffee oh, yeah, and having yeah. that tiny conversations yeah. uh instead of talking to your partner at home i mean i love my partner but he's not my colleague <laughs> he's not my type of colleague <laughs> So I'm in a way also for me from time to time I'm craving for people that understand me that yeah. understand the work that I do yes. and um, yeah. Yeah. and not having these boring conversations. He's <laughs> 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 gonna kill me for saying that, but <laughs> that's something I'll deal with later. Um, <laughs> This is this is an off-topic thing, but I think um, I think I can share. I can ask that when it comes to going to gatherings and going to events, are you ready, Gabriela, Are you ready? Uh, uh, under
2: certain conditions. Mm, okay, um, what are your conditions? Crowd. Just My share con- it with me. <laughs> My conditions are not a crowd. Mm. Uh, definitely a, in an open space, mm-hmm. uh, and if it's a closed space uh, mm. with masks and mm-hmm. with uh, with I don't know with the, the security that I I don't know if it will give me security because I still be very aware of my of my physical uh, touches and and embraces and etc. But um, I've tried. And it has, it has been okay, but I feel still the anxiety and I Mm -hmm. feel still that I'm very aware who's near me and I'm very aware who's wearing masks, who's not wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And I'm very aware of the age of the people surrounding me. Uh, So I'm ready, but
0: I'm taking my time. So, with you, it feels like people need to have a distance of one meter when they approach you. Is that a safe distance to approach you? Or... People that I don't know, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, like they are, the distance. Yeah. 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 Good to know. know. <laughs> I <Astia>. see <laughs>
3: um, I don't think I'm ready to go back to super crowded places yeah mm-hmm. um, and what is
0: super crowded because it can be you know in my mind it can be 50 or it well can it, be i long. think i
3: think i think uh gatherings so you mm-hmm. know well we were at a gathering recently yeah. Vivian, mm-hmm. and i think that was okay because it was not too busy it there was yeah. it was my first space. it was quite a bit of space yeah. between mm-hmm. the humans but i yeah. think if that gathering had been every single seat in the house taken I'm not sure I would have been there. So I mm-hmm. think I think you know we used to walk into a room and a good gathering meant the room was full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think now for me a good gathering means we have a half full. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, right. it's a good yeah, Gathering, we're not. You know, we're not full capacity. This is good. This is yeah. this feels safe. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. know, it's um, yeah. So I think for me that's definitely a uh, yeah
0: not so having... can this also be applied to the workplace then
3: yeah i think the same thing if, if you're in the office and the office is totally packed at maximum capacity i'd be thinking twice mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. whereas if you know i'm there and there's people around me but it doesn't feel too busy
0: mm-hmm. yeah i get that thank you and Paul? because you're inside Oh, sorry.
3: Yeah, no, I was just going to say you are inside, and you know, un- unlike Gabriela, who's living in sunshine, the rest of exactly. Rest of <laughs>
0: in, uh,
3: you know, there's no, there's no window opening happening in the office. Is, like, put on your coat. Put on your hat.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, Paul.
1: I, th- I would agree with everything that's been said. I th- I'm, mm. I'm ready. I'm ready to go back ready to meet people i'm i'm keen to re-engage and socialize but but i'm apprehensive as well so i think Mm -hmm. it is one step at a time you know i've Mm -hmm. been to a few outdoor things whether it's watching sports or whatever the case may be but not not that i have been clubbing for many years but i wouldn't walk into a club you know because it's just too too intensive and too uh too busy for me at the moment so i think for everyone you've just got to some people are keen to just jump straight back in, but I think it will be a gradual process for for many people, and things may hopefully slowly improve alongside the the slow reintegration you're taking, and so eventually you end up in a in a better place. But yeah. I do think it is a it is a landmark for the way we do many many things and work and socialise and everything else. It's also showing a an enormous amount of innovation True. the way businesses have addressed it you know
0: true because i think that 15 years ago would it be possible to work remotely from home because it has been a blocker for so many conversations like i want to work Mm. from home no we don't have the you know the capacity or no we don't have the right tools and now i mean even my son could be homeschooled. Not that I'm inviting the homeschooling part again because that <laughs> that, that, that caused me to go over the edge mentally yeah. wise. That yeah. was a whole nother yeah. juggling game that was yeah. happening. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Dee Holloway chiming in from Cleveland, Ohio. So we are going all over the world right now. And uh D Holloway is sharing I've been home for the last two years. Went to the workplace today for about an hour or so, and it felt different. Mm. I still prefer to be home. And thank you for sharing that this is a good conversation. Thank Mm. you. I was also thinking about something that popped up because there are some countries, and I believe it was Italy, that is demanding that people need to be either vaccinated, and I'm not going to dibble dabble in the discussion whether you should be vaccinated or not that's mm-hmm. not this platform mm-hmm. what i am going to have a conversation about is i'm all about inclusion if people choose to not to be vaccinated is it the way to force people to have their corona pass or the qr code so that they could be able to do their job. I, I feel like we are excluding people and we are basically putting a knife to their throats. Yeah. Not even considering what they stand for or their beliefs. Right. Yeah. How do you feel about that?
2: I totally agree. And I think there is, there should be more conversations about that. Mm-hmm. Not about get the vaccine or not get the vaccine, yeah. but why aren't you getting the vaccine? Yeah. So much people as are being just stamped. How do you say stamped? Like, like, yeah. like. Are put in a, labeled. A, labeled. 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 Like yeah. <laughs> like, okay, if you're not getting the vaccine, you're stupid. You're an negationist, mm-hmm. You're you're a conspiracy theoretical, etc., yeah. etc., cetera, et cetera, and not hearing other possibilities. Yeah. And they are just being you in, in in countries like Austria. That's what I get the news from. Mm-hmm. They 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 are called COVIDiots. Mm. Like. Idiots, covid, covid idiots, yeah, yeah. covidioten, and in German, and they think. I mean, how uh, um, blind can you be that you think that you can motivate people mm. to get the vaccine by treating yeah. them like idiots? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, it's very close to my heart this topic because it is not the way, and yeah. it's not inclusive at all. It is the contrary, yeah. and it shows how much is needed to have this conversation and to hear to actively listen what these people want we to need. say. They are not yeah. all conspiracy theorists. True,
0: sure. You know I, mean. <laughs> I get do. you. I yeah. get you. I mean, it's easy for so. people to be labeled on the one, you know, one. We in, in the Netherlands, we have a name, but I'm not going to repeat it. Let's mm-hmm. say that they are being called the crazy people. Mm-hmm. And there are different reasons why people are not... You know, wanting to get the vaccination and mm-hmm. I respect each and every one of them. But um, I never would see the Netherlands demanding of people um, to have their pass mm-hmm. ready in the workplace. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, there are people that are have, you know, certain illnesses that mm-hmm. want to know if the workplace is safe mm-hmm. or not. And that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah you're blocked you're you're doomed if you don't and you're doomed if you do situation yeah no. i think it comes
3: back to empathy again vivian mm. because it's empathy on both sides right yeah. it's the empathy to say you know what if you're not vaccinated and you show up and i have a condition you're actually putting me in danger mm-hmm. true right true. so there's that aspect which is never seen because it's mm-hmm. it come, a lot of the conversation comes down to freedom of it's my freedom of choice. But equally, it could be that you can't be vaccinated for some reason. And I'm just assuming that you're choosing not to do it. And Mm -hmm. I think that ability to listen is really important. And then, you know, there's that gray area in between where, you know, we all know that on both sides, there is no listening. People are just doing whatever the hell they want. (laughs) I think it's, you know, I think it's, I think it is... I think the empathy card is really important on this
0: one too. Yes,
3: mm-hmm. I love that. You know, oh. it's, it's understanding. Oh, that. No,
0: it's just it's understanding that you know.
1: Mm-hmm. And Paul, there's a there's a bit of despair for me because a, the last thing we need is one more thing to polarize ourselves in yeah. mm-hmm. the world at the moment, and and that's what this is this this is doing, I guess, in some respects. Um, you know, we don't need to create any more. Us and others in yeah. the world that we've already yeah. got, yeah. Um, yeah. and and I understand. I do try to, to understand both sides and to think about it and, and consider the 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 arguments, if you like, or, or the the reasons why on both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that the principle of a mandate makes me slightly uncomfortable. I think, particularly yeah. in democracies, I think that's you know that's that's where I I worry, and I don't know <laughs> what the end. I don't you, know. What the you mentioned
0: something very funny a mandate in a democracy.
1: Yeah, that's weird, Mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess there are other mandates, you've got to pay tax, you've got to do other things, Mm -hmm. but I just, it's the principle of this that, that concerns me, not Mm -hmm. so much this in itself, but where, where that leads over time, what else, you know, have we set precedence, I guess?
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. Which leads me to the last question, and that is um, we are, you know, almost at the end of 2021 and I see that I need to change my question, but still we have three more years before before 2025 starts, but (laughs) what do you wish to see when it comes to 2025, uh, humanizing the workplace and returning to the office, right? Will we be in a situation where we can work hybrid or where we can choose and to tick the box, can we work from home? Hmm. Where will we be? And I'll start with you, Paul.
1: Um, I'll take a slightly different angle on this. And I, I think over the pandemic, lots of owners and leaders of businesses have realized that they don't have all of the answers and they've turned mm-hmm. perhaps for the mm-hmm. first time in some cases to their, to their staff to look for the creative and innovative ideas to, to help them move forward. Traditionally they would have gone out to consultants and now they've actually looked inwards. So I would hope actually by 2025 in terms of humanizing that people's creativity <laughs> has been been unleashed a bit more in business. And you know the power the power of someone believing in your idea is so emotionally powerful, and it, and it mm-hmm. has so many knock-on effects in terms of all of those other things within a business feeling included, feeling empowered, feeling listened to, mm-hmm. and those other things. That that would be my hope that the the creativity that maybe has been a little bit unlocked within business over the last eighteen months is now embraced by leaders, and and they mm-hmm. they turn to their employees more rather than going back out to people who don't really understand the business for the solutions.
0: Yeah. 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 I second that, and thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that as yeah. well. Asiya? I think,
3: for me, it would be around trust, because I think that's a thing that's really missing currently mm-hmm. in a lot of mm-hmm. places. And can we get to a point where we we trust, where we work, mm-hmm. and vice versa, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then things like the Great Resignation don't exist. hmm Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's a fundamental trust and respect
2: no. on
3: both sides of the fence. Yeah. Sure. Because you know it's a two-way street. Yeah. And you know, as employees, you go in and give something, and as employers, you also need to give something. And I think that that tipping of scales is still very uh, nebulous. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not. You know, it's, it's still not quite tipped at an equal level. Mm. And, you know, and I think I would love to believe that in 2025 we we have more trust in the places we work and that the people who we work for have more trust in us as humans.
2: Mm. I love mm. that. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> <Gabriella>. <laughs> um, I was thinking about flexibility mm-hmm. and openness and being open to new solutions and mm being open to as you said before 15 years ago nobody like working from home was was equal to doing nothing
1: yeah (laughs) uh, or or
2: if someone has uh, had the ability or or the or the or the equipment to work from home Mm -hmm. Uh, but now we know that we can and actually can be counterproductive in the sense of we work more Mm. at home than in the the workplace but that's another discussion um being open to what your employees want what do Mm. you want and what what is best for the companies and what is best for the for your human resources and whatever it is is it can be something that they propose that might seem crazy but give it a try like be flexible be open and second thing asia trust yeah trust on the people that work for with you and trust yourself
0: yeah Thank you for all for sharing that. I would like to add, um, let's redefine what is an office because I, I, my office is everywhere, right? Everywhere where I can go with my laptop. If I have my two monitors and my, uh, my good Wi-Fi or better yet LAN, I'm happy to work wherever, wherever, because I have my tools and my systems in place to... Be at my best. Mm. So let's redefine really what an office means for people, and maybe some offices need to be um, need to take place in at home, right? Have a special studio where you can redesign it, but also realizing that um, when you are bringing in people that can work from home, mm. you can tap into those who are being left out just because. Yeah you want to go to a concrete building. And that's another way to tap into neurodiversity. That's another way to tap into people with special abilities that can function amazing when they're doing the work from home, but they need a little support. So all I can say is think outside of the boxes and think how you can have amplify your talent but also think how you can keep your talent right Mm -hmm. think about the ways that maybe your competitors are doing or not yet utilizing so that you can attract your talent Mm. absolutely let's keep it to that so thank you paul thank you asia thank you gabriella for having this conversation it was my first time in a while It, (laughs) it has been months and if, it feels like it feels always refreshing to have different perspectives you see that's the power of diversity right absolutely yeah.
2: <laughs> thank you Vivian. thank, thank you, you for really giving welcome. us the space Vivian, yeah, to talk absolutely. about this you're, welcome. this you're welcome important topics
0: until next time everybody um i'm not going to host a humanized workplace every week i will be here bi-weekly but know that I'll definitely share more and uh, keep you energized with all the different topics that are coming. So until next time, bye Thank everybody. You, bye,
3: ciao. Ciao.